Welcome to Killer Kush Podcast. A podcast where we smoke Jinkies and talk about killers, Caspers, and oh, I think like cryptids? Or yeah, something. Yeah, or something, something like maybe. that. Yeah. Hey, can you guys hear us? Uh, on really nice microphones? On brand new Rode microphones? Thank you to our Patreons for letting us be heard. Yeah. Um, after our last working mic broke. We, we turned to our Patreon money because it's just been saving since we started it. Started with the it with Allison. Allison. Thank you, Allison. You've been our longest Patreon subscriber. Allison, we could kiss you if you consensually. If we ever meet you, we're gonna give you a little kiss on the cheek. Caitlin, Caitlin, our second Patreon patron. 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 Yeah, Caitlin, you have been there. You've commented on so many of our posts. You see us up and down. No matter what, Caitlin, you're there. And then our last two are Brandon and Marco, and they're and you're family, family to us, literally. <laughs> so quite literally, family yeah. to us. So thank you for yeah, supporting thank our you podcast. So much, guys. Yeah. We only have mics because you guys helped pay for them. So yeah. thank you from the bottom of our hearts. I'm glad that you can hear us, and we're back on the waves. Yeah, and it's been a second since we've been on the waves. Yeah, I or miss- at least since I've been on the waves. I know you were on the waves more recently, more recently. But it's been a while. It has, yeah. A lot has changed, actually. We moved to Arizona, yeah. so we're actually talking to you live I'm from our little house. I'm actually a painter house. now. Yeah. We have a studio in our attic where I paint. It faces the sun, um, and there's like a singular cactus, like a very classic cactus outside. Mm-hmm. So a lot of Nick's paintings are... I'm not going to lie to you. They're mediocre right now. Like there's a lot of growth yeah. to be done. It's just because I'm obsessed with that cactus. So I can only <laughs> I paint. I know you're that cactus is that my cactus. muse. And I get that. I do. It's just, you know, we're going to have to really explore Arizona and put ourselves out there. Yeah. So maybe I'll grow. paint a scorpion next. Yeah. I'm becoming a chef over time, slowly, but surely. Um, yeah. Uh, besides for you cutting off your finger, I think that you've been doing it pretty well. Yeah. The new one's working great plastic so whenever i cut it it's like oh this again oh man yeah it just bounces back so that's pretty good yeah that's our lives right now yeah no in actuality Mm -hmm. katie has been slaying the theater scene in the chicagoland area oh it's not it's in glenview that's why i said chicagoland (laughs) thank you i appreciate it um it's been fun yeah and as a little manager in a non-film job, what a life change. And what a life change. Nick has been slaying it as an artistic director. Thank you. At, of a dance company. So yeah, we've been dancing. We've been grooving. Your listeners, your listeners, our listeners have really heard this company grow. Yeah, they like, were at it. From the second like, and it was an idea. Yeah. To it, nice. us having almost two fully choreographed works. Mm-hmm. Which is very sweet. I can't believe that. From auditions. They heard about auditions. They heard about yeah. the brainstorming for auditions. Literally. We have another audition coming up if you guys want to attend. It's on September 20th. Yeah. If you're a dancer in Chicago, please come. Check out We Are Collective on Instagram. And tell us that you're a fan of our podcast. Yeah, that's a shoe in. <laughs> yeah, no, you're in. <laughs> you say that, doesn't matter how bad you are. You come to auditions, you say, hey, I like Killer Kush. Yeah. I'll what put you in. call them? The Cushers? The Cushers. The, yeah, the Killers? Is, no. No. We'll um, come up with something. If you have any ideas, let us know. Besties. Besties. <laughs> yours for now. Killer Hi, Kush I'm besties. a bestie. I love well, it. Uh, anyway, Katie, what are your vibes? My vibes are um, 
Good. I'm sleepy in general. I yeah, but I'm vibing. Good vibes all around. This is how every therapy appointment starts off. My therapist's like, "How is your week?" And I'm like, "So good." Yeah, good vibes so all around. Yeah, good vibes all around. And they're like, "So what do we like do now?" Um, how are your vibes? <laughs> My vibes today are immaculate. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Today has been challenging me to say the least. Yeah, I hear you. But but that cactus keeps you going. That cact my muse, that cactus mm-hmm. keeps me looking forward. It mm-hmm. is the light of my eyes. It's is that mm-hmm. that phrase? Is yeah, that what that the phrase? Light, light, the light light in my eye. The light in my eye seems disruptive. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the light of my eye. The light of my life. The mm-hmm. apple of my eye. The light of my life. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds yeah, right. Yeah, the wind under my wings. Mm. The light in my apple under my wing, if you will. <laughs> under my wing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so but, hot yeah. in this room also. I want to add that to my vibe. Okay, but it's not as hot as it was when we first started this podcast. If you listen to our podcast a year ago, we're like, what, drenched in sweat? It's like the wool. I just, I feel like I'm dehydrated. <laughs> that is how warm it is in this room. Um, but just so you know, you should put yourself in a really hot room so you can get this experience with yeah, us. hot box, literally. Mm-hmm. Literally, yeah. We're not even going to smoke weed because if we did, I would die. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to smoke weed. I would have a heat stroke. We're going to smoke weed. Okay, we'll smoke weed. All right, let's know. smoke some weed. Oh, should we say what this episode's about first? Oh, maybe. <laughs> just kidding. You have to wait. <laughs> Jinkies! <laughs> Good morning, Baltimore. Did you know that the person who plays Tracy in the Zac Efron version of High School Musical is gay in some way? At least dating not a man, cis man. No, not even a man. Whoa. Yeah. So, hmm. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Little gay fact of the day. Gay represent. (laughs) Gay fact of the day. We should do that. (laughs) Gay fact of the day. Yeah. We should make one up. I have a little gay history book. It's oh, called really? Gay Lives. Oh, cute. I could bring out facts from that. The oldest gay man. The <laughs> Yeah, the oldest gay man is <laughs> 49. <laughs> Not 49. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well. What are we doing? What are we covering? Oh, What's the I'd, story? You didn't research? Fuck. I didn't, I didn't research. Again? God. Thank you for listening to Killer Kush Podcast. You can subscribe to our... <laughs> awesome. So we're going to do some true crime stories from Reddit. And Hell one yeah. was from Qdora. Someone at my work subscribed to the Qdora um, question something. I don't know. We're just on the mailing list. What is so that? So my work email, it's like Yahoo Answers, but Q or Q, Qora. Not, I don't think there's a D there. Yeah, it's Q-U-A-R-O. But it's just like people post questions and it's like, my son hit me after I didn't say he could have a new iPhone. What should I do? <laughs> Anyways, so one of these is from there and three of them are from Reddit. Um, but the questions are really intriguing. I'm really grateful for whoever signed us up for that mailing list. Like Hell sometimes yeah. they're so funny. Um, is that the one that you posted on your story the other day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that one? I don't remember. It's it always good. like. Uh, yeah it's crazy some of them are like i'm 15 and i'm running away don't ask questions what should i bring <laughs> don't ask questions and they send them in the mailing <laughs> it's just it's great there's a lot of cat ones it's like my cat 
will bite me if I pet him for too long while he's laying down. What should I do? And then someone will be like, I've got a cat named Steven, and I've owned him for five years. He's a great guy, but he does not like his stomach being touched. <laughs> From my non-professional, and it's paragraph to paragraph. And what's worse is I read them. Yeah. I read them. We should have, uh, instead of, because we don't have enough listener stories, we should start reading stories from that. You should yeah. start collecting the... Question of the week. Yeah. Like the randomest. That, yeah. They're funny. They're funny. That They're would camp. be good. Yeah, let's do it. Do we have... Yeah. Submit your listener story. Imagine if you Please. listen to this podcast, but it was stories that you guys submitted. Hmm? I would just hmm? really want to hear your stories. Please. Please, you have to have seen a ghost or known about a murder or have a favorite true crime thing from your local neighborhood. Your mom probably has some cool things. Don't have a mom? Your grandma definitely has some cool things. Your grandpa probably murdered someone. So Maybe you're a murderer. Maybe you're a murderer. And if you confess to us, just use a pseudonym. Is that what it's called? Yeah, pseudonym? Yeah. Fake name? I think so. That was very smart <laughs> oh, of you. Hell yeah, self. It's the no weed for two weeks thing. I think that like... My vocabulary is expanding. I just, I don't know. I could never. <laughs> yeah. It was accidental. I'm scared. This is my confession. I'm scared that if I smoke weed, I'll forget my lines. And that's a very real fear. Mm. Yeah. No, a very real fear. Mm-hmm. But so your I'm body not... kind of goes into autopilot when you're performing. It does. It does. It's, yeah. But the small ch- it's just a neurotic thing that i'm just gonna abide by it's a compulsion if you will yeah that i'm just gonna and that's not to say i won't smoke a little bit every now and then but it's just it's not the same mm-hmm. weed and i right now right now but it'll at be like ATM. a reward yeah at the end of this i'll be like i can forget him <laughs> a little treat yeah so we're doing cr- true crime stories i um, can't wait four of them four of them four yeah mm-hmm. fo fo didn't they take that away? I think they did take it away. I think it's away. like a three for five. Uh, that is so true. Like, that's how. Three for five. They raised the price and lowered the amount of items. Inflation is killing us. That's some fucking bullshit. Yeah. We're in a recession. Did you hear yeah. about that? Been there, done that. It's like, bro, as someone who's so poor, it doesn't matter. Recession or not, here I am still poor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, I'm poor. Poor yesterday, poor today. If we go into a depression, damn, I'm prepared. I've been there. I'm in a depression most of my life, actually. So. They call me the Great Depression. They call me. God, that's what they called me back in college. <laughs> uh, so, this is from the thread, Ask Reddit. Are you familiar with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. So, this is from a deleted account. So I can't give them credit. But thanks, bro. I was on campus. Did I say the question? I didn't say the question. What is a true crime story you've experienced firsthand from deleted account? Ooh, love this. Strapping in. True crime. Mm. Let's go. Okay. I was on campus last year, and I just finished visiting a friend at one of the dorm buildings and was walking back to my car in the adjacent parking garage. I climbed the stairwell to the top floor. I looked across the lot and noticed a black sedan speeding particularly fast. I also noticed a girl at the other end walking briskly towards her car. Something in the air seemed really off. Regardless, I looked down to check my phone for new texts. I suddenly heard a thud and my head jolted up. 
At first, my eyes could only process what looked like a large lump hovering in the air and then dropping right near the speeding sedan. It took a good two seconds for my brain to finally process what had just occurred. The black sedan hit the girl at full speed. I was in too much shock to actually move. I was floating above my body in that moment. The driver quickly exited his vehicle and ran over to the lifeless girl lying on the ground. What happened next caused me to completely abandon all hope in humanity. Up until this point, I still perceived this whole incident as a horrific incident. I assumed the driver was scared shitless and the girl was okay and he was going to call an ambulance and all would be well. I was wrong. He started kicking her and punching her and screaming. Oh my god. That's terrifying. That's Being the only other person crazy. watching this scene. Also bold of this person to just do this, not only like in a public location, but where there's another person there. Yeah, and also being that person, you want to go help the person that got hit. But then that's a really dangerous situation for you to start to insert yourself into. Yeah. I mean, if that person was willing to hit someone with a car, yeah, then he's and is now beating to... their lifeless body. God. So... He was punching her. I was too far away to distinguish any of the words. Time slowed. Adrenaline surged through my veins. I dashed over as quickly as humanly possible. I made myself look as intimidating as I could and started screaming, screaming, I called the police, you fuckhole. Get the fuck out of here. He got startled, jumped into his car, and sped off. Wow. That's really... I am going to bet that the person who wrote this was a man. I just am going to say that. Boo. I bet it was a man. There's... Yeah. Anyways. I hope not. I hope not. Yeah. He got startled, jumped into his car, and sped off. I checked to see that she was still breathing and actually did call the police and an ambulance came soon after. It turns out this guy was a crazy ex-boyfriend and was out to get revenge for getting dumped. Luckily, the girl only had a few broken bones and scrapes. That's crazy. Yeah. After getting hit by a car and then beat up. Yeah. That's crazy. Getting fucking jumped, dude. Like, only a few broken bones. A miracle. Thank God another person was there because that could have been... Way different. Yeah. And it's thank God that person was able to step up Mm -hmm. in that moment. Yeah. Because, fuck, if I was in that situation, I don't know if I would... That would be really terrifying. I think I would call the police and get in my car. But it also depends. I mean, that's why I said I assume that whoever wrote this is probably a man, you know, or someone who's like very mask present or i don't know or maybe just scary looking or tall i don't know i need to see what the people look like because some people just aren't intimidating and i'm sorry like you're tiny ass you're gay ass i just i <laughs> we were not yeah, yeah. we are not the ones no we We'd are like, not oh my ones. god are you okay girl like, hey yeah <laughs> gets bestie. out after he leaves Bestie, oh my god, that was so scary. Are you okay, girlfriend? <laughs> no? Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she made a relatively quick recovery, and we're pretty good friends now. Go her. Yeah. I just still can't believe the fact she might have gotten hurt or further injured or killed if I hadn't been there. Yeah. Yeah. Retweet. So, there's story one. True crime. That was a good story. Yeah, it was very I'm glad that... Everybody is okay. Yeah. I hope friends. that that boyfriend is ex-boyfriend is in jail. And maybe getting some help. Actually, I hope he's fucking dead. Jinkies! 
I hope somebody did that to him. I hope somebody hit him, but the car. And that's Killer Crush Podcast. Okay. Someone take the mic from Nick, please. <laughs> Producers. Breaks the new microphone. It's happening again. <laughs> it's happening. He's breaking. He's breaking. He's breaking. You're an AI. What? Okay. What if you woke up tomorrow and you found out that you're the only real person that exists and everyone else is an AI and it's like the Truman Show? I was about to say like the Truman Show. Yeah. <sighs> Honestly, I'd kill myself. Did you want an yeah. honest answer? Well, I did want an honest answer, and I appreciate you sharing. It what would, would be you really do? Shocking. Um, well, I would find the staircase by the sky and walk out of it right before the credits roll. Fuck! If you haven't seen the Truman Show, that was a spoiler, really good spoiler alert. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a great movie, though. It is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Would recommend. Mm-hmm. Didn't you show that to me? Maybe. Either? Yeah. I've only seen it once. It's stuck with me. I'm glad. That's yeah. a good movie. It is. Very well written. Maybe I'll go home and watch The Truman Show. You should watch Not Nope, a bad idea. Ugh, I know. I need to see Nope so bad. Don't even talk to me about it. I'm just so fucking busy. I have things going on every single like day and night. If you can see it in theaters at any time, I uh, would recommend that. I know. Because I feel like, yeah. I, it's like the full experience. It's... I think maybe on Saturday we will go to the suburbs and see nope while we're doing our laundry good do it i'm gonna manifest that you deserve that i just need for the relevance of this podcast for the relevance of no because we are this podcast as much as it's about killers caspers and cryptids it's also about fucking movies it is and there's just something in that movie that directly correlates to this podcast like, they own a weed farm. <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. You got it. Damn it. Ah, no. But seriously, like it's. Yeah, I'll watch it, dude. Okay. I mean, it it definitely is a little Killer Casper cryptid movie. It is a little Killer Casper cryptid movie. Yeah, but you'll see, and that's all I have to I say. I cannot wait. So good. Ah, Nick, 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 Nick. I need you to. <clears throat> so this is also, um, uh. From what is a true crime story you've experienced firsthand from that thread. And it's also a deleted account. So I don't know why people are deleting their accounts. You're not getting credit on this podcast. So I tried. Let Sorry it be about known. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Next time, research their IP address. That's, you know, I just dumb Dora. I just, wow. Yeah. <laughs> we can give their IP address so people can know their exact location. Yeah. We should actually, like, get their social security number based on their IP address and hack into their system yeah. and open their garage door uh-huh. and have some people go inside and rob them. And yeah. We're talking organized crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of the highest caliber. Whoa. Like Ocean's 8. I like a good heist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we could conduct one. Okay. Let's try. We should try like doing a museum heist. <laughs> <laughs> what are we Later gonna steal i don't know like art or something yeah i guess we do live or in a good make, art city we can make it like social activism and steal like art. those people like, recently gluing their hands to that one painting i did not see that what? in france these people glued their hands to this one famous painting why for activism yeah for it was like eco activism slay yeah all right go off here's me ruin the old art i don't give a fuck yeah all european probably christiany art like yeah Yeah. one in a dozen it was mona lisa (laughs) (laughs) 
Monta. Monta. Jinkies! All right, so, true crime story you witnessed. I'm late to a party, but I'll post anyway. That is me. That's me being like, Nick, I'll be here at 5.45. (laughs) I'm I'm late to a party, but I have enough time to post this for you guys. I can't. I can't. In 2007, I was on a tram on my way back to work around 7 in the morning. I used to stand in the doorways that were on the opposite side of the ones due to open, so I had a better view as I listened to music and traveled. As we were turning a corner in the middle of Melbourne CBD... The tram stopped suddenly in the middle of the street, which is unusual. This British person, I just love the, the tram. The tram stopped. Melbourne CBD. <laughs> just, Melbourne. Uh, I looked to my right, and there was a man beating the crap out of a girl in the middle of the street as she tried to get in a taxi. The taxi sped off as quick as it could. The tram driver got out of her carriage and was about to go out there, presumably to help the girl. She made eye contact to me and pointed to the doorway, signaling that I should help her when the doors opened, as I was the closest to the commotion. Being the good Samaritan I am, I nodded, and she started to walk back to the carriage to hit the button. In that moment, everyone in the tram hit the floor, and the driver halted, looking terrified. I had those sound-canceling headphones in. I didn't know what the fuck was going on, so I looked over at the guy just in time to watch him struggling with a stranger who had stepped in with a gun in his hand. He Ah! shot him in the chest. Ah! Just a regular old day on the tram. God. That's horrifying. Why did she open the doors? Why didn't she or did she? Why did she? The tram driver. Well, probably trying to get the girl onto the tram. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Interesting. Good. It, yeah, I get it. I get it. I understand. Yeah, and picture stepping in, and unlike the last person that ran away, this person was like, I have a fucking gun. That's terrifying, bro. I. Why do people just carry guns? What are the gun laws in this? I don't know. I thought in the UK they were like no guns at all. I thought they were a knifing city. I thought that was Japan. Was no, I think, I think the UK is also known for knifing. <laughs> the knifings for their That's, shanks that is a, right wingers love to be like well if we take away guns there'll be knives it's like yeah well they're yeah okay yeah but knives but are so much easier guns. yeah <laughs> so yeah right now there's both there's both both of them both of them so he shot him in the chest uh there was a second gunshot but the first one i heard over the music A second stranger ran up and tried to take the gun as well. They also struggled, and then the poor guy was shot as well. Didn't hear that one over the Norma Jean screams in my ears. I stood there, shocked, watching, while everyone else remained on the floor. The guy with the gun started to run. As he did, he looked at the tram, and me being where I was, saw me instantly, made eye contact, and pointed the gun right at me. Needless to say, I fucking shit myself, but for some reason, instinct kicked in, and instead of hitting the floor, I threw my arms around the 14-ish year old girl crying on the floor next to me. I still don't know what I was thinking, but I decided to to take a bullet for a stranger in a split second, and that's what I did. The driver took off, sped around the corner to the next stop, while I waited with the girl and comforted her for a few minutes, then left her with some strangers who took it upon themselves to wait until her parents got there. I called work and told them what was happened and told them I was not coming and then called my boyfriend and shouted and sh- and shouting in shock recounted the events. He was concerned but told me to go back. I realized I had to because at least the cops needed my statements and maybe I could help the three people who had been shot. I ran back to the scene and was already surrounded by tape and cop cars and ambulances. 
I watched the victims be loaded into the ambulance and then bummed a smoke from a fellow witness <laughs> mood as I looked for a police officer to tell him I'd seen everything. Eventually, I found one, and she was immediate, and she immediately ushered me through the crime scene into a nearby lobby building where 30 or so witnesses had been rounded up. I was in shock, shaking like a leaf at this point. An older lady named Margaret held my hand until the police got us back to the station in buses, and I was called to have my statement taken. I will never forget Margaret's face. Her kindness that day still means a lot to me. When it was all over, a lovely policewoman drove me to my grandma's house where my family were waiting for me. We spent all day yelling at the TV about the news reports getting the story, was, getting the story wrong. I was there, after all. I knew how it really went down. The girl and the second man survived. The first man passed away. There was this really horrible ordeal for me. This is the first time I've ever told the story in detail since it happened. Um, right before a party. Literally. <laughs> it was really horrible for me, actually. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> gotta go to the party. Pre-game. Uh, this is the pre-game. This is the pre-game. <laughs> Crying and trauma dumping. You're like, oh, That's not what it is for you. God, I got that out of the way. <laughs> You do love a little cry before your pre-party ritual. Yeah. Remember when your car got towed right before we were going to go to that party and it was like the only party even, that you were going to go to? Don't like, even talk about it. It was really sad. That's That was the world being like, girl, you don't need to go to this party. Yeah, that was the world being like, you should have registered your license plate with the landlord. I'll kill myself. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. Walking a very fine line today. Well, make that line thick, baby, and stay Ooh. on the correct side of it. Say it slower. Make that line thick, baby. So, yeah, yeah it's, um, the man responsible is Christopher Wayne Hudson, and the story oh. is out there for anyone wanting to look further into it. Interesting. Yeah. So, well, I think that guns should be illegal. Yeah. That's a hard take, but that's just my take on gun control is that we just shouldn't have them. And sure, knifing is bad, but I'd rather get knifed than shot. Yeah. Um. But people will come up with other ways to buy guns and new creative things. Like, yeah, okay, so people will do that. But it'll and be so less what? easy. Yeah. You know, like in the... The ease in which someone can get a gun is more of what it's I'm concerned startling. about. You know, it's just very, yeah. Ooh. But I also think that the United States should be split up into separate countries that regulate themselves. Like because each state is its own country? I think there should be like regions. Like North and South? United States? No, <laughs> like the Pacific West should be... Yeah. It's own. California, Oregon, and Washington. They could be. You know, like, they should yeah. be their own. And then, like, the Midwest should be one. And then the East should be one. I would move out of Illinois lickety split if the Midwest became one. We would, have, wanna... an, we would have good laws here. The Midwest is pretty okay. I ain't know about that, man. Have you been up to Wisconsin? I ain't yeah, been to true. Iowa, but I heard about Iowa, and that's enough for me. Yeah. That's not true. I do want to see Iowa. But I heard plenty. You ever been to Indiana? I've done heard plenty. I, Michigan? Why, brother, I'd move faster than you could say Italy, dee, dee, da. <laughs> I'd be packing my little sack and running out the door. So cute. To California land. I just... Yeah, I would move. Mm. Yeah. 
Chicago would still be lit, though. It'd be the same problem. People would be like, why did they build this city here? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but, it makes no sense why Chicago is Chicago. But then it's a hidden gem, and that's the other part. It's like our rent is cheaper, but it's still a great city, mm-hmm. you know? And it is rising. But I don't know if that's inflation or people moving here. I don't really know the difference. I just know that each year it gets harder. Each year. Each <laughs> year. Year after year. That's why I stayed in the same apartment. <laughs> I mean, they still raised our rent. Did they not raise your rent? Bitch. Oh, God. Nar. That is, you are so lucky. You're yeah. so blessed. Yeah. I could cry. Mm. Oh my gosh, wait. This is a quick detour, but I met a landlord worse than our landlord. Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't meet them. But my friend applied for this apartment, has lived in, or has lived in it a year, and mm-hmm. then they were going to get new roommates. So they just sent like a bunch of their applications to the landlord, mm-hmm. and the landlord was like, yeah, all good to go. Their lease was sent to be renewed on August 1st, and the apartment was supposed to be renewed on august 1st right Mm -hmm. so the landlord emailed on july 31st and was like i'll email it tomorrow you guys can sign it it's all good august 1st comes they're like actually you guys can't live there no you are not allowed to live there you have to move out so then my friend like texts them emails them calls them they're out of office for a week they respond a week later and they're like this person was rejected we can retry and then they're like the person is good to go a day later they say actually this person is still not good to go you guys will not be allowed to live here here's why it like is it what the fuck but can't they can't get a hold of the landlord it's just like you can't live here oh you can live here you can't live here i would say until i got a fucking eviction notice no literally well also you're supposed to get 90 day notice like reasonably yeah but hmm yeah landlord worse than ours that is yeah worse yeah we have rats but <laughs> rat just one right uh did i tell you we found a baby mouse no yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. Indoors? Indoors. Ooh, in this in this apartment? Yep. Oh, so that means that they're definitely downstairs. Yep. Oh. Godspeed, brother. At least <laughs> the rent's the same. You can only win cheap. in so many battles. Yeah, I think I'm just going to start letting Linguini roam at night and uh, have her take care of the problem, if you know what I mean. You could really do that. Like, just keep the dogs in your room. Yeah. <laughs> like the purge. <laughs> <laughs> for once a week we stay inside uh, okay so we're changing reddit threads here are okay. you ready i'm ready oh this is a qora qora i don't know it's a q it's a q question this one is have you ever met a murderer answered by sarah a i have met two murderers <laughs> here is the story of how i met the first one <laughs> The murderer had just finished serving time in prison for killing his infant daughter. This man went to high school with my husband. My husband told me his friend would be released from prison and expressed an interest in meeting up with him. He said everyone from his high school who knew the man would be there. He explained that the murder was an accident and his friend was young when it happened. Having a six-month-old daughter at home, I was disgusted at the idea of meeting any person who had killed a child. But I agreed to allow him to set up a meeting with his old friend after my husband's mother told me that um, the murderer was a good person and assured me it was an accident. I was invited to this welcome home event, so I went and tried to leave my prejudices against this man at home. However, upon meeting, all the horrible things I suspected about this man were confirmed in his mannerisms and behavior. 
The event, although organized by his old buddies, was an informal one, informal one, and occurred at a pool hall slash bar, and there were many people there to celebrate his release from prison. First thing that struck me as odd was that he was drunk. He spent his youth and early adult life in prison and may have wanted to experience alcohol, but should he? He was obnoxious and loud, and I realized that 75% of the people in attendance were not his friends from school, but rather ex-convicts who had been released from prison before. That's reasonable. Like, the, okay, your friends are from prison. Like, you're yeah. going to have friends from prison. Yeah, that's allowed. Yeah, and I would honestly saying, like, maybe being drunk too is fine yeah like you that's just allowed you just prison. got out of prison i'd fucking be wasted yeah i'd like, be high as shit actually me too. yeah it's like you just spent so much of your life in prison yeah and you should leave your prejudices at the door like all of these people are like he's actually fine it was an accident it was an accident and you're just gonna be like well i've got a child and i could never accidentally kill a child so bitch oh and there's so many convicts here like <laughs> no like, uh, i don't know it sounds like this is gonna turn around though yeah. <sighs> Interesting. So, he was drunk, blah, blah, blah. The murderer was sweating profusely. The murderer, come on, man. <laughs> the murderer, okay. Was sweating profusely and kept walking in and out of the bar, taking phone call after phone call. It sounded like he was trying to do some shady business deal. I was introduced to him, and he was aware that my husband and I had a baby of our, ho- of our own at home because my husband must have told him. He knew I was aware he had just been released from prison for murdering a baby. He shook my hand and immediately I wanted to leave. He told me his name. He said he hoped I would give him a chance and that he expressed interest in meeting our baby. I lied and told him it was nice to meet him and then I grabbed my purse and got the hell out of there. My husband followed. He couldn't understand why I was ready to leave so soon. He thought it was ridiculous. (laughs) I looked at him and I will never forget what I said. What did you say? What did you say? (laughs) Your friend is not a good person. He murdered his baby, and I'm certain he was sent to prison because he deserved it. It was no accident. He has a deep anger problem, which I can tell has only been made worse by the time he spent locked up and people he was forced to associate with during his formative years. In this drunken state, seeing his people who are his best friends, I assure you his life of crime has only just begun. He will be in and out of jail the rest of his life. My husband disagreed with my prediction. This bitch sucks. Like, this bitch. Yeah. Her name she is definitely like Kim. It totally. Kim. Sandra. I can mm-hmm. see Sandra. Yeah. With an X. With an X. <laughs> Sandra. Uh, you know I, Sandra? You know Sandra? <laughs> oh, I know Sandra, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't even talk about her. So she, his, her husband disagreed. He continued to tell me the guy... I had gotten all wrong. He said my intuitive powers had disappeared and I was just being selfish. I was happy my husband was in the military and not living near his friend. Of course, your husband's in the military. That makes sense. A few years later, in 2004, apparently the murderer's girlfriend reported that there was a drive-by shooting at the house. The police searched the murderer's residence and found a firearm in his possession. Since convicted felons are not allowed to have firearms, he was arrested and sentenced to 21 years in prison. (laughs) I pointed out to my husband, who agreed that his actions were indicative... Indicative... Indicative is the right... Yeah. Yeah. Of rehabilitated murderer. In 2007, he was arrested for beating his pregnant girlfriend by punching and kicking her in the stomach. She delivered a stillborn a week after this incident. 
In 2011, the murderer's ex-girlfriend, the one from the drive-by in 2004, had met another man with whom she had two children. She had a two-year-old and an eight-month-old in 2011. She left her eight-month-old child in a bathtub while filling the bath. The tub overflowed, and the eight-month baby drowned. Okay, well, that's not... That's an accident. That's an accident, and also, like, he really wasn't there. Yeah. Like, that has nothing to do with Bad karma, bitch. He's like, and also, look at all of these people just dying around him. Yeah, just airing out yeah. these people. Wow. That's what I love about these questions. It's like they go on and on and on. Oh, yeah. Ah. Uh, 2013. The murderer was arrested for sale of heroin and possession with inte- intent to distribute. At this point, my husband and I were divorced. Yeah, I, yeah. I also adds up, girlfriend. Yeah, but I called to tell him about the string of crimes committed. He admitted I was right about the guy and completely ended any connection he had with him. Picture Xandra calling you, being like, <laughs> you know what, Ryan? <laughs> Another thing you were wrong about? You told me all these times that I was wrong. Oh, Xandra, you're such a cunt. <laughs> like, no, Xandra, you're so wrong. He's a great guy. Well, look at this. His ex-girlfriend accidentally drowned her baby and he sold heroin, which has nothing to do with him murdering or not, and more is probably connected with poverty and life post-prison. Aren't I right? Sandra, (laughs) (laughs) I've been meaning to call you. (laughs) I think I love you still. Well, I don't love you, bitch. Rob. (laughs) Oh, Sandra. (laughs) Sandra. (laughs) Well. But anyway... Yeah, I feel like this just goes to show that the prison system isn't built to rehabilitate. It's not. It's meant to punish, which isn't helpful. Yeah. And there is such a connection between like poverty and drug use. 100%. Yeah. I mean, look at us. Li- yeah. Weed is so uh weed is a hard one. Weed is a hard yeah. one. No, but hard drugs like crack cocaine and heroin. Which really goes back to like the war on drugs, the police putting drugs in neighborhoods, you know, like really trying to get like this criminal population to work for us in the prison system. You know, it's like, how does one make money when you're not hired, when you don't have an address, when you don't have a house, if you don't have a community, you are a bunch of people see you like Sandra sees you. They're like, oh, you did this? You are nothing but this. And there's yeah. no way you could be a good person. I don't think I fuck with Xandra. I don't fuck with Xandra either. Man, fuck Xandra. But she met a murderer. Have you ever met a murderer? One of two. One of two. I actually uh, have met a murderer. Wait, tell me. Uh, his name was Johnny. Uh, we had gone to school together since middle school. And in high school, he was dealing drugs. And... This other guy named Aaron paid him, and then Johnny tried stealing from him and driving away with the money. And Aaron jumped on the car, and then Johnny proceeded to drive faster and, like, was swerving, and Aaron fell off and died. And then so Johnny went to jail for manslaughter. Wait, wow. But he's out now. He's out now? Yeah, he got out years ago. Well, Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. He killed somebody and got out within, like, a few years. Was it, like, accidental manslaughter? Yeah, I mean, he didn't... I mean, but... So there was malicious intent because he sped up and swerved to get him off the car. And he did steal. And he stole from him. Even though it was a drug deal. (laughs) 
which is illegal anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know? There's like a lot of illegal things happening in the Yeah. Hall. And then he hid in one of my friend's like neighbor's backyard. They have a boat in their backyard and he hid in the boat. It's a smart idea. And then the police found him and the boat. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Yeah. That poor guy. Fucking idiot. God. Fucking idiot. He should have just driven away. Well, I don't know what he could have done, actually. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if there's a place where you can hide. It was crazy. Damn. Just like my... Because we were, we were friends. Yeah. But, but then, not anymore. <laughs> he killed someone. Yeah. It does seem like an accident, but also not an accident. It was just young, teenage, dumb brain. Yeah. You know? It is. Not thinking of the consequences. That might have been why... Oh, if he was convicted as a... I'm sorry for stepping on your toes <laughs> now. If he was convicted as a teen. Yeah, know. he was 17. Yeah. He just barely got the cutoff. Thank barely. God. Thank yeah, God. Barely. Yeah. Well. Anyway. I know a murderer. You know a murderer? Like, you grew up with one. But I'm not sure if I'm fully allowed to say, because it was told to me in private, so I'll keep the details very short. Grew up with him. I'll give you the full story on Patreon. If you guys want to get the full story, like the actual details, you can go on Patreon. Grew up with him. He um, stabbed someone to death. He is now in prison, in the same prison as the Unabomber. That's crazy. Yeah. For more details, you should subscribe to Patreon, and I will tell you guys about it next week. You have to remind me, but... Okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that we all know murderers. Isn't it like one in five people are murderers? Fuck, maybe. Or is that one in five people are gay? Probably both. Yeah. <laughs> Which is worse. It's the same person. Which is worse. <laughs> one in five people is a gay murderer. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Nick? I've killed someone. Stop. Just kidding. If I were to kill anybody, it'd be my brother. You can't just say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You, Just kidding. That's going to incriminate you. I'm going to be subpoenaed if you kill your brother Supinaed. now. A subpoenaed. I'm going to be subpoenaed. I'm mad that we both said it at the same time. I'm mad. That was awful. I'm mad. God. Anyway, what's your next story? Well, that's it. There were only three. Oh, you said there were four. Yeah, well, I lied to you and I miscounted. So do you want me to, what do you want from me? What do you want? Hmm? Well, you're fucking lying, well, cheating. That's kind of why I asked if you'd ever met a murderer, because I was like, oh, shit. Oh, I told the fourth story. <laughs> yeah, so this was, a, uh, yeah, an immersive theatrical experience, if you will. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. We could be silent while people tell us their stories of murderers um, for, like, three minutes, just, like, three minutes of listening and affirming, like, mm. oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Whoa. For real? Insane. How? So, like, do you still talk to them, or? They did all that? <laughs> wow. They got out of jail? That qu- Oh, you said 30, not three. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we'd be really, we should have a podcast where we just make commentary like that to make people feel like they're having a conversation with a friend. That would be We can really give them a cute. script. Oh. Is that a TikTok thing? I, oh, there are TikToks where it's like, you're you play the blue part i play the pink part hey howly girl how you doing you sexy mama and then, <laughs> it's 
So you can duet them. So it mm. does exist, yeah. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. maybe we make it better. High class. I feel like that's edging into porn or ASMR. Which it's we're like not opposed you, to. You give them a script and we're like, oh, baby, rail me like that. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Mm. I'll be You're like bulging the- cock. You're a bulging cock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, uh. <laughs> I think, yeah. We should do it. We should fucking do it. Yeah. Um, girl boss, gatekeep, or gaslight? I'm girl boss, bro. Fucking girl boss. All the way. Yeah. Hell yeah. I memorized not one, but two characters. Fuck yeah, I you did. I basically memorized half a script, bro. Yeah. I got the blocking down. I'm feeling pretty ready. I'm feeling really nervous. So I'm repressing <laughs> that. I'm fucking working a job six days a week and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm alive. You're alive. Yeah. Breathing. Breathing. Barely. Barely. Mm-hmm. But you're here. Yeah. And you, girl, gate, gas. I'm feeling gaslit. Mm-hmm. For reasons I won't say on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But gaslit. Heard. <laughs> Fully seen, heard, accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should feel girl boss for learning circus tricks, sir. Yeah, I could. But that was more embarrassing than anything else. So, um, If you would like to see Nick doing circus tricks, if you would like to see me and my terrible dance that I submitted to an audition that asked me to dance. And just to clarify, I do not dance. It was one minute of freestyle dance. It was was, wicked. It was embarrassing. I just shake my knees a lot. But if you'd like to see that footage, we're doing a challenge. When we reach 10, you get the dance video from me. Subscribers to our Patreon. Oh, to our Patreon, yeah. When we reach 50 Patreon members, Nick will post a wonderful, beautiful, beautiful dance. Yeah. So um, we just got to get you guys to subscribe and then we can embarrass ourselves. Yeah. And if you want to really hear about the murderer, I cannot say it in a public setting because of the conditions under which I was told. But you can for money. I can. Yeah. I can in the privacy of our own little safe internet, which isn't very private at all, but private enough. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know where to find us. Where, where do you, should we give them our address or? Yeah. Okay. I'm at 888-P Sherman 42. Wallaby Way. Sydney. Social media at Killer Kush Podcast. And Instagram is also Killer Kush Podcast. (laughs) We haven't done this in so long. What's the next words? um, You can email us in the link in our description if you want to submit a story or a comment. If you want to bully us, you can honestly do that. I think we both need some humbling sometimes. Um, I agree. You can leave a review. I'm just like listing the things that you could do for podcasts. So you could follow us. You could You could leave a review. You, could, you yeah. can subscribe to us. Yeah. You can buy some merch. Mm-hmm. All on the link tree down below. Yeah. You know you know the deal. Everybody say welcome back, Katie. Welcome back, Katie. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out, Katie. <laughs> Alright, we miss you. Bye. Bye. Jinkies.